Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning. Welcome to Wisdom Inspired. Thank you, Coach Aldrima. As always, it's an honor and a pleasure to share this platform with you. To our listeners, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we're going to jump right on into today's topic. There's no need for me to extend the time because I want to make sure that we have enough time to share as in-depth as we can go in this 15 minutes with you guys on today's tip. So for today's topic for Wisdom Inspired, we're discussing the three layers of discipline. The three layers of discipline. We're continuing to build on our original uh, opening uh, topic a few days ago was the power of the pause and what that looks like, making room and creating that capacity. And I won't go all the way back over that with you guys. If you want to get the replay, be sure to subscribe at wisdominspired.net, and you can get the replays directly into your inbox. So today, as I said, the topic is the three layers of discipline. Discipline is an action or an inaction that is regulated to be in accordance with a particular system of governance. We've declared that the system of governance is established by the parameters that we set for the goals or the desires that we have. And we've defined whatever those parameters are once we've defined them for that particular goal or vision or desire that we aspire to have in our physical manifestation. And once we've done that and those parameters have been set, that system of governance has come, there are disciplines that need to be created to support us in that. And those disciplines will serve to create the necessary conditions or environment needed for the goal or vision to not only exist but to thrive to then bear fruit in your own life so that it can be expanded and bear fruit in the lives of others where you sow your seed. We know that, right? So as we get into understanding the disciplines, we need to discover that there are three layers to discipline. When I was researching and studying this, I was super excited because it totally ties to those of us that live our life it's by our faith. Uh, I, I follow mine directly from the governing kingdom uh, principles that are found in um, – in the in it's great instruction for our life, you know, in the Bible. Those of us that follow that live by that, those of us that don't whatever that additional or higher power is for your life. For me, it's the Bible. So those layers of this the layers of discipline when I jumped into them definitely resonated because it was truly inspired by the truths that I know I found for myself. And we can put them in practical ways to really tie them to our businesses as well because we need to understand that at every level there are certain disciplines that we need to have in order for the thing that we desire to exist. The condition has to be right. The environment has to be set. And then you have to continue to fertilize it and nurture it, and that's done through the practice of your discipline. And then there are certain layers of discipline that come in to support you in making sure you stay on the path, that you stay the course. Because what we can't do is get weary and well-doing. Life happens. Things happen to us. Emotions get into the way. So how do we continue to manage ourselves and, and maintain the discipline? Well, there's layers to it. So the first layer that we're going to talk about this morning is the preventative layer of discipline. The preventative layer of discipline is simply measures that are taken to avert potential disruptions 
by proactively engaging in practices that provide value. You have to make sure that what you're practicing, whatever that particular conversation, activity, or whatever it is, is adding value to the behavior and the character that's needed for the desire that you're pursuing. Many times we find ourselves having trite conversations, things that entertain us, things that entertain the people around us, things that feed more to our ego than actually the true goal that we desire. And we don't understand through all of our activity how we're not getting where we need to be because the things that we're spending time on doesn't add value. Remember, you're setting an environment. You're creating the right conditions, the right conditions in your mind, the right conditions in your thinking, the right conditions in your body, the right conditions in your energy. All of that matters to producing and creating the necessary environment for the goal that you desire. It also serves preventative dis discipline comes as a result of knowing what doesn't work, knowing what is not going to get you to your goal. Being clear about that, having that clear clarity will ensure that you won't participate in activities that don't serve you. Now, we have to be honest with ourselves and know that there are times that we unwind. There are times when we want to be around just people that will simply accept us for who we are. We don't have to constantly be on. But here I want to encourage you guys to know as a leader, even when you turn it off, you're still a leader. You can't turn off your position. So you have to be mindful that your levels of entertainment needs to shift. How you spend your quiet time needs to change. How you spend the time where you simply want to unwind needs to change. Because you have to always be creating the necessary environment because no matter where you are, your leadership can never be turned off. The goals that you're going after can be laid aside, but you'll always find yourself in a place of unfulfilled pleasures. You'll never feel like you've accomplished anything, and you can't figure out why. Could it be that you're spending too much time in activities and certain behaviors that aren't serving or adding value to the goal that you desire? As and just before we move into the second layer of discipline, let me share this point with you as well. Having a clear expectation is going to be essential to the effectiveness of preventative discipline. Preventative discipline says I do this before I need something else to occur, right, or before the need is there, I'm practicing these things. And if we actually operated from this layer, a lot of things in our lives could be avoided. But that's okay because we have a second layer of discipline. That second layer is supportive discipline. Supportive discipline is about accountability and approachability. That's a new word I made up this morning. This layer will require you to surrender yourself to an authority greater than yourself. Now, some may say or presume that that necessarily means a person, and it does. However, I am keen on making sure that person is led to you by the spirit and not sought out by you. Because what you need to be clear on is that what you need is going to appear when you're ready. 
And so maybe a particular thing got past the preventative discipline, and you're in the supportive discipline now. And that person appears because there is a source that is monitoring what it is that you've already put in the atmosphere through the goal you set, the vision you set, the affirmation that you put out there, the declaring or decreeing. And it is supporting you in the spirit realm by bringing to you in the physical realm this entity, this person through which they're going to hold you accountable. But you have to be approachable, and you have to be willing to surrender to that authority. This person will have earned your respect. This person will have earned that respect simply because of their life that they live, their lifestyle that they live. They are most likely operating at the level you desire or maybe two layers higher already. And they're going to come and support you in maintaining your disciplines necessary for you to achieve what you are aspiring for. They're not here to tickle your fancy or to flatter you. They're not there to be liked by you. They're simply there to hold you accountable to you, to support you in sticking to the path that you have set forth. And they do the correcting for you privately. If there's something that they need to address in your behavior or your character that may be taking you off course from that goal, they will privately correct you. See, supportive discipline is what's done before you have to have the public correction. Because, see, preventative says, I don't need correction. I'm doing the disciplines necessary. Then we get here where we have the supportive discipline, where there's some correction that needs to be taking place, some stuff that needs to be brought to your attention that may be taking you off from the goal and the vision and the desire that you have. And so this person, this authority is going to be there to remind you of your goal and your vision. They're going to remind you and hold you accountable to what you've set forth for your life. They have no personal agenda in you achieving it other than supporting you in making sure you accomplish what you set out to do. Because we have to be careful. Some people come to correct us because they've got a personal agenda, because they need us to believe or think like they think. But this supportive discipline that's coming from the force that's supporting you spiritually has no agenda. They have no invested value in you achieving what it is you set forth other than the complete fulfillment that comes from you doing it and them supporting you in doing it. That's it. But you have to be approachable because this person isn't going to come in the form that you're used to. Remember, I said they're not there to be liked. They're not there to be your friends. But they're there to be the structure that you need in this moment because their, tr their goal is to keep you from having to get to this third layer of discipline, which is called corrective discipline or what I like to call public discipline, okay? So when we get here to this level of discipline, corrective discipline is about an experience of consequences because of the disruptions or lack of focus that have come that you have never corrected in the first two layers. This can show up as a lack of, uh, this can show up as certain behaviors or a lack of achieving the goals or sometimes in the form of embarrassment. Something that has to be corrected that you have to experience publicly to get your attention. 
Now, remember, these consequences are here to condemn you. They're not here to, to, to stop you from where you're going, but they are there to correct you. Sometimes these consequences can have an emotional, financial, or a spiritual consequence that ends up being taxing to you. But the resurrection that comes in this moment will be set to become the stepping stones needed to carry you back into the path that you should be going for the desire that you have in front of you. These differ from the shift or divine shift in direction simply because in a corrective discipline, you usually can trace it back to a decision or indecision. You can trace it back to something. Because in a divine shift, it simply happens. There's nothing you can trace it back to because it is happening above your level of participation. So remember that the correction that comes here is to get oneself back to your original system of governance that you set forth for your life. And that's going to be essential to making sure you continue the progress because, again, the things that occur, the consequences will remain, but they become stepping stones to still get you to the goal or the vision that you have set forth for yourself. So I hope these calls, this particular call today, as always, but this one for sure, has helped us to evaluate some things and some behaviors in our lives and make us look at the goals and the visions that we have and ask ourselves, am I operating with the right level of discipline? Because if I can get to the same place at the level of preventative discipline, why do I need to have to keep going to corrective discipline? Why do I have to keep looking at things or losing things to constantly get myself back on track to reignite my vision, to reignite my passion. Maybe if I get some supportive discipline, allow the people that are coming to really speak to me and not flatter me, but to challenge me to rise to the level of potential that is in me, then maybe I can avoid some of these corrective disciplines that I have to go through publicly. Because you're a leader, and your disciplines are going to be essential to the level of leadership you're rising to. The more discipline you have, the more ability you focus on practicing your disciplines repeatedly will ensure that when you get to that next level of leadership, you're going to stay there. And then you will continue to rise to the next one. Thank you guys for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. We truly appreciate you for taking out the time. And it is always our goal to make sure that we support you in your personal and professional journeys. If you'd like to learn more about how to be a part of our AAC co-working community of ambitious, audacious, and courageous female entrepreneurs and lifestyle business owners and freelance professionals, then you can send us an email at hello at aacoworking.com. Hello at aaccoworking.com. And again, to get replays, become a Wisdom Inspired Insider by signing up for our newsletter at wisdominspired.net, and you can get the replays directly in your inbox. Thank you guys so much, and y'all have a great day. Meet us back on the line tomorrow morning. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.